Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. The funny thing is, uh, Carrie, you know the Linda that I talked about last hour? Yeah. This person is basically admitting that they have three different email addresses that have been trolling me and insulting me mm. for about 10 or 12 years. Wow. Okay. And the, they're writing the same thing from all three. Now they're so stupid and I'm so living rent-free in that head that I now know that all three of these people are the same person. Uh, I, think it, I think it is so, I think it's just wonderful mm. because they're so stupid that they didn't realize that that would out themselves by saying the same exact thing, even with the same font in all three emails. Wow. Uh, that Seriously. Okay. That's how stupid, honestly. Uh, and, and listen, eventually trolls and, and again, this person can't get enough of the show, just listens every single day to every single minute. And the, the insistence is that I, my voice cracked in the song, which of course it didn't. So uh, it just, it is so, to me it's fulfilling mm-hmm. to know that I thought I had three different insulters and three different trolls. <laughs> it's just one. It turns out it's the same person. I cannot tell you how much I love that and how knowing that I, I take up so much of that very, very vacant head, um, it just it, it makes me feel very good. I've never paid a dime to live there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Rent-free. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Now, one of the biggest races that's being watched in this country is the, is the Pennsylvania U.S. Senate race. You've got Republicans that are spending a lot of money. It's uh, Mehmet Oz, who is Dr. Oz. I forget the other guy's name. I, if I saw it in front of me, I would, I would know. But they both are bringing tens of millions of dollars to the race. Then you've got Kathy Barnett, who is, hasn't spent anywhere near what they've spent, and she's rising to the top. She is in a statistical dead heat with Oz. I find that to be very interesting. Now, President Trump has endorsed Oz. Others, big, heavy-hitting conservatives, are endorsing Oz. I've known Kathy since day one when she decided to run, and I was introduced to her by Burgess Owens, who is, of course, the U.S. representative, District 4 Republican, great state of Utah. And I like her, and I like her story, and I like who she is, and I like what she believes in, but they're pulling up this old video, an old audio, that's suggesting that she isn't as conservative as she says. In fact, that she was some fan of BLM and of the Obamas. I ask her about all of that at the bottom of the hour. She's on this program today. We'll make sure we go there on your Thursday. It's that Thursday. Thursday. Oh, I wish it were right. playing the Fridays on. Right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I do. Say what? That is Carrie Lucky, by the way. Seems I got to have. Sam making it happen. Change the scene. Bartlett in for Quayar. Let's go. Dream. I do. Imprisoned <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it could have been. I turned my headphones back up a little bit today, Carrie. Mm -hmm. Did you know that I turned them down? Why did you turn them down? Well, because of where I was last week. I'll explain it. Now listen, you may not have liked it, but my voice didn't crack. 
know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever you say. Whatever you say. A voice crack is like, uh, that's like a voice crack. Okay. What was that, This though? one person is drunk, by the way. Mm. All right. So, I did. Now, they might even be a little bit too loud. I might have to turn them down a little bit. But I wrote, I was riding them much lower yesterday and the day before and the day before. Now, where had I just come back from? Mar-a-Lago. No, no, no. It wasn't Mar-a-Lago. It wasn't very loud. But where was I that entire time? In Florida. I was. And normally, I would get a hotel. Mm-hmm. This time, I stayed with mom. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Right? A good son stays Absolutely. with mom. Hangs out. Yes. We had some food. We had the Greek food. We love the Greek food down there. Um, Chris's Taverna. Oh. I'll take the gyro salad and extra meat. Mm. Of course, you you would say, I'm white. I'll take a gyro salad. <laughs> Say it like that. Excuse Hi, me. I didn't say euro. <laughs> euro. I didn't say it like that. It's just euro, like okay. euro. Come on, it's not, okay. not a big deal. Right. So, um, here's the one issue: when you turn the television on in the house, <laughs> you know where I'm going here. I do. You better be careful if you want to stay at your mama's house again. <laughs> I, I may not be able to mm-hmm. because I'm going to say it. Okay. If the TV goes to 100. That house is riding it at 95 the entire time. <laughs> That's loud. That is loud. And yeah. at one point by by like Saturday afternoon, Sunday, I, I, I looked at uh, Barry, her boyfriend. I said, can you turn it down a little bit? My ears are starting to bleed. <laughs> but they can't hear it. They need it like that. I would believe that if the answer to every question I ever asked them was it, huh? <laughs> Because the TV's so loud, they can't hear what I'm saying. Well, no, I have Carrie, to say, have you had that you, situation? Uh, yes, but you are one to talk because I have been on the same headphone um, system, whatever it was at one time, and your headphones are extremely loud. I like to hear the tone of my voice and the subtleties. Oh, of okay. What I'm saying. Okay. What? Well, it's too loud. What's the problem? It's too loud. In another 10 years, when you hit your mom's age, you're going to have it that loud. I've had my hearing checked, unlike you, and my my ability to hear is perfect. Oh, of course. Perfect. Of course. All frequencies, everything. Mm -hmm. But when I'm on the radio, I do like to hear it loudly. I like to feel what it is that we're doing. Mm. But this is as, okay, as loud as you heard me, as loudly as you heard me listening to it, yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. Double it. Wow. I could not do that. (laughs) I would have to get a hotel then. Yeah. That's really loud. That's too loud. Now, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying. Mm. It was, when I got home, I was like, don't, don't speak. I know. <laughs> you had ringing in your ears. To me, because all I can hear is, like, almost like loud white noise. I was like, I don't, please don't talk to me. <laughs> but I, lo- I love my mom. Loved hanging do. out there. Mm-hmm. I just might want to look at spending more time in the room. I mean, at one point, I was like, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm, st- I'm up till 5. I'm just going to go lay down in the room for a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't I, I, go I, to I, bed. I watch, some, I watch some YouTube videos or something. You know what I mean? I just couldn't. It was the, like the walls were shaking. I'm like, it's not oh. an earthquake. The TV's really <laughs> loud. TV. Oh, man. Is that mean to even talk about it? It is, yes. And you should be ashamed of yourself. She's going to text me tonight. I Hopefully can't believe Mama you talked Pags about that on the radio today. is not listening right now. But, yeah. Oh, no, she's listening. Mm-hmm. And if she's not, she'll hear it later. All right. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. There's male. There's female. Mm-hmm. Then we're told there's some gender fluidity or something. Sure, sure. And then there's the um, the intersex or something. Mm-hmm. And then there's the gender non-conforming. Mm-hmm. Then there's the queer and questioning. Yep. 
It turns out you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. But I didn't think we'd go here because this <laughs> appears to be a dessert. That is Am true. I wrong? You are not what wrong. Are you? From the blaze, Libs of TikTok has shared a video that features an individual discussing the idea of cake gender. For example, cake gender, um, I know a few people who personally use this, a person in the video declares. It's typically described as them feeling light as well as fluffy or sweet as well as warm, the person said, adding the concept generally cannot be described using words such as masculine, feminine, androgynous, etc. Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels if they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. A note that appears on screen during the video states cake gender does not mean someone identifies as cake. A limbs of TikTok is an account that frequently shares videos that feature people spouting radical ideas. In response to the video shared by Libs of TikTok, one person tweeted, this perfectly explains why nobody takes the whole gender identity discussion seriously. Cake gender? If cake gender equals feeling light and fluffy, then I guess I'm a chocolate tort gender, another person quipped. How these people ever achieve the ability to achieve and prosper in the real world? So sad, someone else tweeted. I mean, you know what I mean? <sighs> so if you're warm and fluffy inside and you got a little layers, could identify as cake. I am a spaghetti and meatballs gender. Mm. No, you can't ID because you're white and you're male. You're a cisgender, so you cannot have any part of this, I'm afraid. Who came up with this whole cisgender thing? It just sounds nasty. Ew, I know. You know Why can't it just be like a, a cyst. straight male? We have to well, come up just with be, something can else. Can just be a guy and, and we'll no, talk about it the rest of the crowd? No, can't be just a guy. No, we have to All talk right, so about it. All right, so cake gender is a thing, but it doesn't mean that you identify as cake, just warm and fluffy and, and sweet and tart and whatever. Exactly. That's what we're supposed to get. And, and you have different layers or flavors to your particular gender. Now, let me throw this out there because the emails, uh, I'm telling you, it's one of those weird email days. Cake. I'm not going to make reference to the other idiot who just made another email address and said something else. I don't care, to be honest. Um, but this one, this one really, really is awesome. And, and I think that you'll, because you're part of the show and the show itself is, is what they're not just talking about me, mm-hmm. but uh, this is from Russell. Wanted to let you know that after losing Rush, I was looking for a show and person who could combine truthful news and thoughtful commentary combined with, with fun. No one will ever replace Rush, but you fill the void. Thank you. See, that, that could not be nicer. Wow, well, that is nice. Very nice. How nice is that? That's a good compliment. And then, right on the heels of that, just to get my head back in check, <laughs> I just wanted to ditto Scott. When I walked out of work, I tune on, uh, turn on AM radio, hoping to get caught up on the events of the day. The most frustrating aspect of my drive home is that 590 Austin is talking sports, and you only ever seem to want to discuss your own parodies or dumb comments someone sent in. When I have heard you discuss topics of value, I've enjoyed it. Well, listen, wow. we do three hours a day, and we do basically two two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and 20 minutes of very hard topics and interesting interviews. The rest of the time, we're going to entertain and have some fun. Because let me let you in on something. The age demographic for talk radio is going up. It's not a bad thing. I like anybody of any age to listen to my show. But it is a bad thing if the younger audience doesn't understand what we do and doesn't, doesn't realize that we are talking about important issues while also offering some fun. Okay, we're, we're competing with radio stations, with podcasts, with with systems like iHeartRadio and uh, what's the other one where you can also listen to music? Yeah, Spotify. You got all sorts of stuff that's offering any music you want, anytime you want it. Pandora. I mean, anything you want, anytime you want to hear it. So how do I compete with that? A, 
I've got a pretty decent personality, and I try to have some fun, and we try to make you laugh a little bit. If you're not ready for a potential laugh on your ride home, I might not be the right show. Lucky for you, there are 8 billion things you can listen to, either on a device or on different radio stations. God bless you. You can do that. But the idea that I have to know what time you get off of work and then deliver you the news how you want it and get you caught up on the day, I would have to figure out what time all five to six million listeners get off of work and then give them exactly what they need individually. Carrie, can I do that? No, you cannot. Now, I, for the most, the most I've ever done is two parodies in one week. This year, I've done fewer parodies than any previous year. In fact, I probably should raise my game because I'm not doing as many. Um, the ideas are coming a little bit slower because it's hard not to be very serious when it comes to how bad the situation is on this planet and in this country. But if I do one, it's one every couple of weeks, and yeah, we spend some time on it because I spend some time on bringing it. But again, I understand that you're at work and you do want to get caught up. NPR, PBS, another talk show, get caught up, then come and have some fun on my show. I hope that that makes sense. If it doesn't, I don't know that I can help you. Because I'm not, the one thing I'm not going to be able to do, and I, I've relayed this story many times, when I was a TV news anchor in Lansing, Michigan, at the end of the news express that we would do, we would do 10, 15 minutes of news, weather, sports. I would do a 15-minute talk show at the end of the newscast. And I went to the gym one day, and a guy said, you know, I don't like that whole, that whole on, we called it on point. I don't like that whole on point thing you're doing. I said, oh, well, you know, it's not for everybody. He says, unless you're talking about what I'm interested in. And Carrie, you know me, and I was a little bit even more aggressive then. I said, well, maybe I'll call you before we do every show. <laughs> right. I literally, in the middle of the gym, I said this. And then we'll find out what you're interested in and screw everybody else. We'll just do what you like. Then I'll know that you like it. At least one guy likes it. Okay. And he realized how dumb that was. He said, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. At the end of the day, I cannot be everything to everybody, but we try to make it entertaining enough, interesting enough, informational enough, educational enough or informative enough, educational enough, to where un, uh, plenty of people will do something about it. You know what I mean? I know. Boy, some people are really judgmental today. Everybody just I don't, and, and I don't mind out. that. I, I honestly don't mind that. Like the one person keeps on making new email addresses and sending stupid things about my singing, that's fine. This is a person who has no life. But when somebody who truly is a fan has a problem with one thing we do and then harps on it and then a second person feels the same way, mm -hmm. again... There are probably others who feel the same way, too. Rush used to call them get to the issues crowd. Yeah. Or stick to the issues crowd. And, and I get that. But I'm not PBS. I'm not NPR. I'm not ABC, CBS, NBC, or, or Fox. I'm an entertaining talk show host who's going to get to the issues, and we're going to talk about serious stuff, too. I hope that makes sense to everybody. Because I do love you all like brothers and sisters. And if I could, if I could make a show, if I could compose a show, that is exactly what everybody who listens likes. The show would take 24 hours a day to do. Because you really can't make everybody happy all the time. You know what I mean? Hello. Makes sense? Know that. Yep. Absolutely. The one, the, one, the, the one thing we all know, they all love them some Carrie Lockie. So yeah, not everybody. Start writing her. Carrie dot no, no, no. at pain in the ass dot org. <laughs> yes, that's it. Write me there. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the one. 888-941-PAGS, <laughs> 888-941-7247. We're expanding the gender names that we have. Now suddenly it's cake gender that you can be called. And I guess if you don't call, what if I call them jello gender? Oh, you're a racist. You know, you'd be in big <laughs> trouble. Do I don't know what to do with this anymore. At some point, we have to just say, hit the brakes, screech the tires, stop the crap. You got X, Y, and XX. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Glad to have you think Slover stopping by. We've got Kathy Barnett running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania coming up at the bottom of the hour. So about seven minutes from now, good long interview. Probably so long I won't be able to get the entire thing on the radio. We'll post the entire thing on Rumble. But we get to a lot of the concerns that are out there. A lot of things that are being said about her. We get to all that as well. And we remind people who she is. Very, very tight race with uh, Dr. Oz for that seat. There's another candidate, too. I can't think of who it is. Kara, can you look that up and see who the, who the top three are in the uh, the U.S. Senate race in Pennsylvania, please? Already? Uh, I think the guy's name starts with an M. I can't think of what the name is right now. Uh, either way, a lot of people calling in about this gender stuff. Uh, how far does it have to go? How far does it have to go? Cake gender? Really? It, 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 there, there's now, there's some, some fashion spread that is featuring a so-called man who's pregnant. This is, and, and in the picture... This person doesn't have a shirt on. You can see where the where the female breasts were cut off, and there are big scars there. This is clearly an an XX person who is carrying a child in the XX person's uterus. So I'm not really sure why we keep doing this, as if it's really a man that's pregnant. It's not. It is somebody who is not an XY person. This therefore they are not male, and if they say they are, they suddenly are. And we just have to accept it. It's the strangest thing to me. So what are your thoughts about people saying they're cake gender? I've heard that in some schools they have, what are they calling them? The furry genders. Have you heard about this, Carrie? The The furry furry genders? genders? No. They're the furries and you can't make fun of the furries? No. Where they act like they're dogs and cats, the kids. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Oh, and it's David McCormick. McCormick, there you go. Yeah, David McCormick, there you go. So he brings big bucks in. Oz brings big big bucks in. Those two are almost counterbalancing each other or counterbalancing each other out. And Kathy Barnett is getting a lot of of sway. She's moved up. The last poll I saw, and this could change like moment to moment, she and Oz are very, very close at one and two. And he's one, she's two. So we'll have her on to, to um, talk about a lot of these controversies that are coming out. People claiming that she said things that she says she hasn't said, and we get into all of that. Make sure you stick around. Jerry, Minnesota, talk to me. Hi. Well, Joe, I really enjoy your show. Thanks Thank you. for having me on. Thank you. I've thought about trying to solve this pronoun problem. Yeah. So I'm I'm selecting, I'm old enough, I can select sir or mister. Do you think that'll work out? Well, why not? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know. Sam, do you know what he meant? Sir or Mister? I mean, he's only going to be calling people. Yeah. Oh, I thought that he at his age because he's a man. There. What's that? So he's only going to call people he, Sir or Mister. I thought he was talking about himself. At his age, he's going to make people either call him Sir or Mister. Was there was there a funny there that I missed? Sam, what? Press the button. What are you laughing at? I have no idea. I have no idea. And then he started laughing at himself. Look, I thought it was funny. Jerry, listen, brother, if you got a laugh out of it, I'm with you. I'll laugh right along with you. I'm serious. Kathy Barnett, when we come back, great interview. You're not going to want to miss this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She is making waves in Pennsylvania, running for U.S. Senate, mm-hmm. a seat that is also being uh, you know, run for 
by, uh, I think, five other people, and Dr. Oz is one of them. We keep hearing about him, but this is my friend Kathy Barnett, been on the show many times. Kathy, how are you? Good to see you. I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me back on. You know, when when I saw the, the debate or the result of the debate the other night, um, many people were saying, well, it's a race between Oz and some other guy. And then you were like right there in a dead heat with the second place guy. I can't even think of the guy's name. And um, and they weren't even talking about you. And then people started tweeting, don't, don't sleep on Kathy Barnett. Don't forget about Kathy Barnett. I looked at the polls before we started this today, and you're in a dead heat for first place with Oz. So first and foremost, you and I started talking way early uh, in this whole process. Did you think that you'd be doing this well? Because you're going against somebody who has massive support by big names in the conservative movement. Did you think you'd be here? I would not. I would not still be sitting here and doing what I'm doing if I if I thought I could not win. I, you know, what these people don't realize because they haven't spent any time with Pennsylvanians, they don't understand what is what people are really going through. Um, I am Pennsylvania. Uh, I am the people um, I am looking to represent. So I know what they are feeling. And right now, we overwhelmingly believe that our nation is being ran, that something fundamentally wrong has taken place with how our nation is being governed right now. So I knew that. And I knew that that feeling was very real. And I knew that people were not looking for another plastic politician. Um, They wanted authenticity. They wanted someone to sit down and convince them that if in off, if put into office, they will actually be their voice, put it, give them a chair at the table. I knew that. And now they're mad that I ran um, a far superior campaign than they have. And, it, and I've only paid less than, I've only spent less than $2 million to do it. And they have spent well over, there's a lot of numbers going on, but one of them over $60 million combined. Wow. Um, right, right. And they it's a reckless way to, to, to spend that money because they've never been able to get out of the low 20s. Um, and here I am now in a statistical tie, having spent less than $2 million in it's, this race. It's Kathy Barnett. She's running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania. Go to barnettforsenate.com. And Barnett has an E at the end, and the, the word for is F-O-R. Um, so when I saw Oz jump in the race, I don't know Dr. Oz. If he wants to come on, I'll probably put him on, but I'm going to ask him hard questions. Um, when I saw him join the race, I sent you a note and I said, Kathy, why do you think this is happening? And your answer was something about they needed somebody establishment, something like that. What, what was your thought process when you heard this guy who's very famous and was made famous by like Oprah? Um, what did you think when he jumped in? I did not see this coming. Yeah. You know, a couple of things that you just said there, um, not only will he not come and sit with you, he's not going to come and sit with anyone who's actually going to ask him hard questions. Everyone is up in um, arms about, oh, Kathy's not vetted. I've been running for over 13 months now. That's when you and I met. Right. 13 months ago, right? And I've been doing, at this point, over 1,500 miles a week. I've been knocking down doors, uh, knocking on doors, kicking on doors, trying to get the media to pay attention to me. And uh, they were derelict in their duty. And now they want to pretend that somehow it's my fault. It's not. We have done everything that we can do to put ourselves in the position that we're in and to put ourselves, to make ourselves um, openly available yeah. um, as it relates to Oz. Um, you know, who knows why why he's in. Maybe it's on his you know, his to-do list. I don't know. But one of the things that I believe Pennsylvanians are responding to is that his name ID is so high that we know he's not a conservative. And so no matter how you dress that up and no matter how many big name endorsements he can fly in here, 
uh, people in Pennsylvania have lived through some things these past two years. Um, it felt like literal hell jumping out and pouncing on us. And so we will not be fooled. And the people are speaking very loud if the party will listen to them. Barnettforsenate.com. Barnettforsenate.com. And again, Barnett has an E at the end. It's Kathy Barnett. Kathy with a K. A lot of big, loud, conservative voices with millions of followers on social media are waking up to you. And, and they're saying, you know, you better watch Kathy Barnett because she's the one. And they're also exposing some of what uh, Oz has had in his past about abortion, about trans stuff. Um, has not always been a very conservative guy on his television show. And again, I would ask him about that on the program. And, and who knows, maybe I'll get that opportunity. But but um, you have to feel better that a lot of these people that have huge followings are starting to say, hey, wait a second, Kathy Barnett's the one. And I haven't paid anyone to do it. Right, <laughs> and that's great. I, I think that's perfect. So uh, when Oz jumps in, were you a little bit apprehensive? And then you see a lot of conservatives. I've been pushing for you since day one, but yeah. there are people who have larger social followings than I do, if not broadcast, um, who are also backing you. What, did that buoy you? Did, did that make you feel okay? We're going to be okay, even though we've got a big name that just jumped in. Yeah, my, my strategy has always been the same. I would take my message straight to the people. Um, and that's what we've been doing from day one. I've been going directly to the people of Pennsylvania um, because I knew I didn't have the money to, to go toe to toe. When Oz jumped in, my thought was, I hope someone with as much money as Oz would jump in too. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Right. And I was like, listen, big money is going to take out big money and I'm going to focus. And my message has always been to just focus on what we are contending with. Right now, our nation is about to send, I believe, about $58 billion of funding altogether. If this bill passed, altogether, we'll have sent $58 billion over to Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine's budget, I believe, is about $6 billion. Um, and yet, we have, I was talking to a father last night, driving over an hour to go get. Um, to go get uh, baby formula because his wife heard some store had it. We have very real problems here, and people are more interested in this than trying to see, you know, uh, what the media seems to be interested in today of piecing together these horribly um, uh, edited yeah. uh, videos trying to push a lie. They're interested in someone who understands what they're suffering through and will speak for them. You've got an amazing story. It's Kathy Barnett. You are the product of a rape. You were born uh, uh, after being conceived in a rape. Your mother decided to have you at a very young age, which I thought was an incredible decision. And thank God, because I think you're an incredible person. You're, you're a military veteran. Uh, you're somebody, you're a mom, right? Uh, right. You, you've got, I mean, you've got like the wholesome, true American story. And yesterday I saw somebody post, somebody that I respect, posted a picture of you with uh, Anthony Scaramucci. Now, maybe I'm stupid, but I've had Anthony Scaramucci on my show when he was still with Trump before he turned coat and became disloyal. I mean, we thought that this guy, this guy's the former communications director at the White House. So why wouldn't we have him on the show? Why wouldn't you take a picture with him? And if you're in a picture with the guy, does that mean that you're also anti-Trump? Of course not. So when things like that happen, do you feel as though you've got to go, uh, like I answered that one and hopefully people understood my answer, um, but do you think that you have to respond to all of these and is that, part yeah. of, is that part of the fight against you? Let's throw as much as we can against the wall and make her spend all day responding. Absolutely not. And I have not. We are remaining focused on what is important uh, to the people of Pennsylvania. I'm not going down these rabbit trails that hasn't been. I mean, but see, but this is exactly what they've been doing. The two of them 
uh, McCormick and Oz. They've yeah. just been standing there just beating each other up. And now they want to dr- drag me into it. I'm not interested in that. I'm going to just continue doing what it is I'm doing. I think it's very interesting. You know, I think, um, you know, one of the most disheartening things I'm hearing from people is their awareness that the swamp does not only consist of Democrats, but that there are Republicans in that swamp as well. And I think it's also very interesting that the very people in the Republican Party who decry um, cancel culture are now trying to um, uh, uh, utilize cancel culture to cancel me. Or And the same people who talk about fake news are now purveyors of yeah. that same fake news. Um, so we need to pay attention. Um, it's not so much about me as it is about them wanting control. And they cannot stand the fact that the people are going to choose their own elected official and that we're not going to allow people who live out of state, by the way, overwhelmingly, come in and tell us what we need to do. They can't stand that. We saw it in 2016, and now we see it again. It's Kathy Barnett. Go to barnettforsenate.com, B-A-R-N-E-T-T-E-F-O-R-Senate.com. Um, she's a Republican running out of Pennsylvania and doing very, very well. You're right. Big money is going after big money, and you're rising to the top, which I think is very interesting. I want, I want to clear the air on some of these things. Let me just hit them. Down. Let me just hit off, off the top of my head. Did you say that, that you support Black Lives Matter? I have never supported Black Lives Matter. From the very inception, from my understanding, is when Obama was in office, I looked at my black husband and said, the only thing Black Lives Matter Incorporated is going to do is get my is get my black husband and my black son shot. Yes. And what did we see in the summer of 2020? We saw Black Lives Matter along with Antifa and a lot of other foolishness uh, going out. Uh, I saw a one-year-old child get shot in the stomach because these thugs just running around shooting. I saw uh, retired, I think, Sheriff David Dorn getting shot in the face. Yes. We saw a lot of foolishness. We saw Black Lives Matter incorporated, weaponized the color of my skin, the history of this nation, and trying to tear down the country. So whether it's Black Lives Matter or critical race theory, it's all a tool of Marxism, which comes to destroy a country. Do you think that today the United States of America is a country run by systemic racism? No, I have not, I've, I've been vehemently opposed to the narrative that our country is systemically racist. Um, you know, does racism exist? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, however, um, and do I know the good, the bad, and the despicable things that took place in our country? Absolutely. And then I also continue on with the very true uh, narrative that this is the greatest country that has ever existed because we have done the hard work. I am not a slave. I am not. Um, under under the uh, dominion of Jim Crow law, and that is because our country is constantly moving forward. That has right. been my consistent message. There's a number, I mean, probably hundreds of videos of me talking about this very thing. Well, I mean, if you and thought I, if you thought there was systemic, uh, Kathy, if you thought there was systemic racism, we wouldn't be friends because you and I agree on 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 much, if not if not all. Um, and, and the only way we go forward is that you and I are friends, and Burgess and I are friends, and we talk together, we make for a better country together. If you thought you thought there was systemic racism, you wouldn't spend time with me. So I, I don't know why they I don't know why they said that. And and uh, there was a piece of audio that, or video that I know they they cut chunks out of, which I think is is um, uh, disingenuous, and it shouldn't be done that way. L- let me ask you about this other that was thrown at me today. Um, did you say that there should be a monument to Barack and Michelle Obama? It, it, 
listen, if you remember in 2020, uh, they were they were uh, tearing down statues yes. all across our nation indiscriminately. They didn't care. Um, they they don't know history. People aren't reading books, and they're hyper emotional. Yes. Um, and at this particular time, they were trying to uh, they had put their eye, their focus on tearing down the Emancipation Memorial, yes. a memorial that was paid for by freed slaves. And it depicts uh, President Abraham Lincoln standing there, and you see a slave rising out of the bondage of uh, slavery and, and, and rising as if he's going to stand as a free man. Right. But because it's a statue, it is fixed in time. So either he's rising or he's in a perpetual state of, 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 of servitude. And as a result, they wanted to tear it down. And what my point is, is that these statues are just markers in time. Um, and so let's continue to show history moving forward. And I said, let's put uh, two new statues up. Let's do one of Frederick Douglass, who was a slave, looking at a, a, a black a slave breaking the chains of bondage and rising. And then that same slave who's, who's rising, looking over at the first black president. Uh, uh, Barack Obama is a historical fact. This nation, not me, I did not vote for him either yeah. But this nation elected him twice to be president. That's a historical fact. And I believe that that speaks to uh, how uh, um, how this nation is the only true nation that is uh, that is constantly moving forward and improving. I think that speaks to the fact that this nation is not systemically racist. Right. No, I think you're right. I think it does make that point. Obama was a horrible president, but without a doubt, it was historical. We have the first black man to be elected and that shatters whatever fake glass ceiling there may have been. And that is monumental. I get that. I understand that. By the way, that statue of Lincoln you were talking about was in Boston and they tore it down. So um, that I mean, you're absolutely right about that. This was a matter of Lincoln freeing the slaves and, and helping them to rise up and take part fully in this society. And people acted as if it was Lincoln enslaving them, which is just stupid and, and unhistorical. It's Kathy yeah, Barnett. And, you know, and the fact is, it was free slaves yes. who paid for the commission of that, right? Now, whether they got it right or wrong with the man, you know, in, in, in this perpetual frozen state, that's up for debate. Right. But why would we tear it down? I don't believe in tearing down any of the statues. I don't care if I if I like it or don't like it. It's a marker in time. It doesn't tell you what happened before. It doesn't tell you what happened after. It says this is a marker in time. And I have always been opposed to tearing down statues. My suggestion is let's continue to tell this story because if you close your eyes and just listen to the rhetoric, even today, you would think we're still back in uh, Jim Crow law days. Right. And that is a lie. It's a lie that is being used to weaponize the history of this nation, the color of my skin, to destroy our country. I've I've never evolved on that. I did not vote for Obama either term yeah. because I have been the same Kathy Jean for a very long time. It's Kathy Barnett. Uh, Barnett has an E at the end. Make sure you go to barnettforsenate.com. Barnettforsenate.com. Two last uh, quick questions. One piece of video they're using is that you put your black face, you said this, your little black face, on your on your signs for the yards uh, of people who want to vote for you. If they don't want your signs, call them racist. What, what was, the, what was the, the, the thought process behind yeah, that? That was in a general election in 2020. And so I'm in a room full of reports. And if you're listening to the audio, people are laughing, right? Because I'm they do. They do. They laughed. Yeah, they did. I think I'm a comedian, right? <laughs> my kid and hus my kids and husband not so much, but I think I'm funny. Yes. And so I say to them, uh, take my sign to your Democrat neighbor's house 
and say, hey, have you heard about her? Why don't you consider voting for her? And if they say no, then say, why? Are you a racist? Because that's what they say about the Republican Yes, party. they do. It is exactly what they say. You know, they use the word racism at the end of every sentence um, as if it's an exclamation point, And it's not. But that's what they do. And I was like, hey, use their own logic against them. Yeah, it's Kathy Barnett. She's running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania. There is a bit more to that interview. and We just don't have time to play it all. I'll put it up on Rumble later on. And I'll take your phone calls when we come back. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Right, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go to J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M and click on your favorite social media. Go follow me there. I'm verified everywhere except for TikTok. TikTok is at Joe Pags, where I do the silly little videos. But I put those videos on all the social media sites. So if you're following me elsewhere, you'll be able to do that there. Also, scroll down to the bottom. You can send me an email. A lot of people don't like to go on the radio. You can send me an email. Just click on contact to make that happen. And also sign up for the newsletter. When it comes to having an interview like this, it's a very contentious race in uh, Pennsylvania. A lot of talking heads, a lot of people on the radio, a lot of people in politics are saying, go this way, go that way, go the other way. I wanted to make sure that Kathy Barnett, who I like, um, had the opportunity to respond to what, to what some others are saying. I believe that she's an America first person, although President Trump is endorsing somebody else. And that's fine. You know, I I am a huge fan of President Trump. I want him to be the president again. In fact, I hope to say hello to him this Saturday in Texas. Having said that, I'm going to give an opportunity for Kathy to come on and defend herself against some of these allegations. And she did just that. The entire interview will be put up on Rumble after the show is over. There is a bit more that you didn't get to hear or see on the program. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show.